0: So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you have come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there. Welcome back. This will be for Romans chapter 5. The heading reads, Man is justified through the blood of Christ. Adam fell, and Christ atoned that man might be saved. Verse 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, I don't have to trust in me to be saved. I just need to trust in God. By whom also we have access by faith, that this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. and Not only this, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Pure love comes from a pure source, from God. It begins with God, is extended by him to man, and sheds itself abroad in the hearts of the children of men. As we shall see, we are able to love others purely only as we seek for and partake of the love of God ourselves. the prophet Joseph Smith explained, love is one of the chief characteristics of deity and ought to be maintained by those who aspire to be the sons of God. Verse 6. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for everyone, the righteous and the unrighteous. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while, he were, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. The word atonement is found only once in the New Testament, and here it is. It's found a number of times in the Old Testament, but only once in the New Testament, and it's not found at all in the Revised Standard Version. They don't use atonement at all. The word doesn't even appear in the New Testament. They use instead reconciliation, keeping it quite literal from reconcilio. Reconciliation means to return and sit down beside someone again. You return and then you sit down. You sit down by the side of the Lord and you sit down again because you've been there before. It's reconciliation. It's redemption. It's the redeeming. This means buying back something that he had before. We weren't just created out of nothing, you see. We are returning to his presence. We've been there before and the whole thing is a sense of returning to his presence. That's what reconciliation is. What is the the equivalent of atonement? atonement is not a latin word it's not a greek or hebrew word atonement is a good old english word a theological word at one moment, being at one with the family to go out no more as he says with all our holy fathers to go no more out there's there's your solid security your home at last you're back where you started from and we hope that you're back with some added credentials etc the only passage where atonement is found is in romans 5:11 in the new testament there in the King James translation, you'll find the word is atonement. But now now in the Bible, they use only reconciliation, which is a good word. We're reconciled. That was by Hugh Nibley. Verse 12, wherefore, as by one man, Adam, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. For, in other words, we've all fallen, not just Adam has fallen, but the rest of us have fallen as well. For before the law, sin was in the world. Yet sin is not imputed to those who have no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure or the pattern or the type of him that was to come. For I say that through the uh, the offense, death reigned over all. The scriptural reassurance that such a sequence of fall and atonement was known and prepared for from before the foundation of this world reinforces the, the inseparable doctrinal relationship between the role of Adam and that of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the great premortal council in heaven, God the Father presided and presented his plan for the mortality and eventual immortality of his children. In this, his two principal associates were the premortal Jesus, then known as Jehovah, and the premortal Adam, then known as Michael. The roles of these two were related from the beginning, each having a crucial part in playing in, and play providing all... In, let me start over. The roles of these two were related from the beginning, each having a crucial part to play in providing life to all other children of God, temporal life through Adam, and eternal life through Christ. That was by Elder Holland. Verse fifteen But the offense is not as the free gift, for the for the gift aboundeth, for if through the offense of one many be, be dead, much more the grace of God and, and the grace of, of and the gift of grace hath abounded by one man, Jesus Christ unto many. And not by one that sinned is the gift, for the judgment is by one to condemnation, but the get, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall so reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, Adam, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, Jesus, The free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. The Greek word Paul uses here that is translated entered means literally to come in by the side of. In classical Greek, it was often used of actors in the theaters who played a supporting role and who would come on stage from the wings, play their part, and disappear again. Such a word used to describe the law of Moses points out the same things that Paul suggested in Galatians when he called the law a schoolmaster. That was from the Institute Manual. Verse 21. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, Nephi explains uh, why we need a Savior. He says in First Nephi chapter 10, Wherefore all mankind were in a, in a lost and a fallen state, and ever would be, save they should rely on this Redeemer. And he cometh into the world, that he might save all men, if they would hearken unto his voice. For, behold, he suffereth the pains of all men, yea, the pains of every living creature, both men and women, children and children who belong to the family of Adam. And Alma, it states, Now Alma said unto him, This is the thing which I was about to explain. Now we see that Alma did fall by the partaking of the forbidden fruit, according to the word of God. And Thus we see that by his fall all mankind became a lost and a fallen people. Moroni says, And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may humble them, may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. And then in modern Revelation, section 20, it says, And God and gave unto them con- commandments that they should love and serve him, the only living and true God, and that he should be the only being whom they should worship by the transgression of these holy of these holy laws man became sensual and devilish and became fallen man wherefore the almighty god gave his only begotten son as it is written in those scriptures which have been given of him he suffered temptation but gave no heed unto them he was crucified died and rose again the third day and ascended into heaven to sit down on the right hand of the father to reign with almighty power according to the will of the father that as many as would believe and be baptized in his holy name and endure in faith to the end should be saved So, uh, anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.